0: Welcome to the Save Your Marriage Podcast, dedicated to all the men and women out there who are going through marital problems and want to save their marriages. Here, we give you tools, perspectives, and insight into how to save your marriage and have a thriving marriage. This podcast is sponsored by The Fortified Spouse. And now, here's your host, Arturo Henriquez. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode. Thank you very much for listening. I just want to invite all the men and women out there to book a private complimentary call with me. We will talk about your particular situation in private and give you lots of guidance and put you on the path to restoring and saving your marriage. Just go to www.fortifiedspouse.com forward slash call. That's C A L L. Narcissistic behavior. Now, this is a topic that is so misunderstood by society, by couples, by people in marriages and relationships, by people in therapy, by people in the psychological world and industry, and really across society. The label and the word narcissist and narcissism is thrown around today in society as if it was a choice, as if it was just an emotional behavior exhibited by a person. You know, if I had a nickel for every time someone accused their spouse of being a narcissist, I would be a billionaire. That is how ill-informed people are around the topic and the label narcissist. So is your spouse really a narcissist? I don't think so. In 99.9% of the cases... I do not think so, because narcissistic personality disorder is a mental health condition in which people have an unreasonably high sense of their own importance. They need and seek too much attention and want people to admire them. People with this disorder may lack the ability to understand or care about the feelings of others, but behind this mask of extreme confidence, they are not sure of their self-worth and are easily upset by that slightest criticism. But make no mistake about it, narcissism or narcissistic personality disorder is a mental health diagnosis based on certain behaviors and must be diagnosed by a mental health specialist. This is true of most diagnoses in the mental health field. That is, they're based on behaviors as opposed to a medical diagnosis which is based on a physical condition. The distinction here is important. If I have cancer, God forbid, that's not my fault. I didn't do it. It wasn't my choice, and I can't do anything about it. I need a doctor to treat me. And whether my body responds to the treatment is also not up to me. In medicine, there's fate and reliance. I have to pray and find a good doctor. In the end, the outcome is not up to me. Yet this word is thrown around in society like it is a common emotional trait, and it is not. Just like depression is in our society, but being sad and being clinically depressed are night and day psychological and emotional states. People need to stop throwing the word narcissism around as if they were doctors, and therapists who work with only one spouse need to do the same, and I'll use myself as an example. When I was struggling with my marriage with my wife, when we were on the verge of divorce, my wife was seeing a therapist. And the therapist, through conversations with my wife, labeled me a narcissist. And then, months afterwards, as we were reconciling and restoring our marriage, we actually went to marriage counseling. And this topic was brought up, and we asked the doctor, the psychologist, uh, who was performing the marriage counseling, if narcissism was at play. And she said, absolutely not. And I mentioned to the counselor that my wife's therapist had labeled me a narcissist, to which she replied she should lose her license. She should not be allowed to practice uh, therapy because that is a clinical diagnosis, a mental diagnosis, and she has never met you, she has never talked to you, so she cannot diagnose somebody through the words of a third party. And that's what most of us, most of you out there listening, do in regards to calling people narcissists. We have to stop this labeling. Because it's mislabeling people and it's also undermining and underplaying the actual disorder, narcissistic personality disorder, that a lot of people do suffer from. Now, the reason why people mistake this label narcissist and are so free to label their spouses as narcissistic is because of that selfish aspect to this disorder. And that is something that is emotional, that is something that can be changed by an individual without the need of a doctor or a mental specialist. It is up to me how I behave. It is up to me how I treat you in a relationship. That is my choice. Prayer can be helpful. A mentor can help. A prescription might improve my chances. But in the end, it's up to me. I control my emotional choices. So we need to start using those words selfish which can be exhibited in narcissism and not use the word narcissist. And if someone is showing signs of selfish behavior, then that can be changed. I decide how to behave in each moment. I control my choices. And if I choose, this moment can be different from all the previous ones. And I can choose to stop being selfish. There might be factors adversely affecting my choice, My inclination might be selfish. It could be that my father and grandfather were selfish. Maybe I only saw selfishness growing up. Maybe I've been selfish for 20 years. Maybe there was some past trauma in my life. There are various factors, genetic, environmental, social, historical, behavioral, that are all piling up to influence my behavior. But in the end, there is one factor that lumps all of them, which is my choice. I have the freedom to choose the person I want to be. The mental health industry is highly influenced by the ways of medicine. We have classification criteria, diagnostic codes, and treatment procedures, right? It sounds very scientific, and it has to be because narcissism, like many other disorders, is a mental disorder, and it needs to be treated chemically and medically. The individual suffering from this disorder has no power over it unless they are treated medically. So I really want this to sink in. When you label someone a narcissist, be it your spouse, be it a friend, be it a work colleague, right? you're not just saying that their behavior is controlling or selfish or insensitive. You're saying that they're sick and that they have no cure other than getting medical cure. And you're saying that the relationship is doomed. So when you're labeling your spouse as narcissistic, you're saying your spouse is sick and he or she has no control over that. And therefore your marriage is doomed. Now it could be that your spouse will continue to be controlling, selfish, and insensitive, but it could also be that your spouse will change. And it could also be that they could inspire that change. And if that is the case, they're not being narcissistic. They really don't have a medical disorder. They just have emotional behaviors that can be changed, that can be altered. And here's a great anecdote. A man came to a town and asked the local sage, I'm thinking about moving here. What kind of people live here? And the sage asked the man, well, what kind of people live where you come from? Oh, where I come from, the people are liars, cheaters, and mean-spirited, the man responded. The people are the same here, said the sage. Then another man came to the same town and asked the same sage the same question. I'm thinking about moving here. What kind of people live here? The sage asked the man, well, what kind of people live where you come from? Oh, where I come from, the people were wonderful, kind, and courteous, the man responded. Well, the people are the same here, said the sage. You see, the moral of the story is people are as they are. That's true, but they are also who we are. What do you get when you smile at someone? Usually a smile back. And if you stare at someone, well, you get a stare back. Of course, our spouse has problems, and of course, they have to change. But so do we. And our change could be the catalyst for theirs. It could be the inspiration for theirs. Your marriage is not simply a function of who you picked. It's also a function of who you are. In my experience, every time someone accuses their spouse of being a narcissist, the accuser is a people-pleasing conflict-avoiding passive personality who lacks self-esteem. In other words, the dysfunctional dynamic between them was the result of dual responsibility. It's easy to confess our spouse's sins and pronounce our marriage dead, but before we do, maybe we should work on our fixing and see if that impacts our spouse and the dynamics of the relationships, us changing, and if it does, you will have transformed yourself and led your family to healing and reconciliation and a marriage saved. If not, you will still have transformed yourself and be well positioned to exit your marriage with a clear conscience and enter the next chapter of your life a better person, a better you. Narcissists can't do that. They cannot control that disorder. But if you want to change your marriage and you have that selfish, or insensitive traits, which are emotional behaviors that you exhibit, you can change those and you can inspire your spouse to come back to the marriage and join you in a much improved marriage that's deeper than the one you had before. And that's how you save a marriage. Thank you for listening. Now, I want to introduce you to the Fortified Spouse Program that has helped thousands of women and men just like you save their marriages. With an 85% success rate, it is based on four fundamental pillars. One, gain the tools to reconnect with your spouse. Two, understand the differences between men and women so we can appreciate and be more empathetic with our spouse. Three, learn how to gain inner confidence so we are no longer codependent on our spouse. And four, deal with our insecurities and triggers so we are more emotionally in control and not as easily triggered. If you're interested in learning more about these tools to immediately stabilize the marriage and postpone and delay the divorce or separation or or win your spouse back from an affair, then go to www.fortifiedspouse.com and enroll in the program. It is going to change your life. It is going to make you the best version of you, and it has the highest probability of saving your marriage. You have been listening to the Save Your Marriage Podcast for men and women. For further information, visit The Fortified Spouse at www.fortifiedspouse.com. Thank you.